1: What's up, everybody? I am your host, Chris Hampton. Welcome to Episode 16 of the Power Company Podcast, uh, brought to you by PowerCompanyClimbing.com. I'm going to jump into this thing pretty quick here today, but before I do, I wanted to do a couple of things. Number one, let you guys know that we've got a few openings in our pre-written mobile app plans. Um, What those are is basically we took our most popular eBooks: that's Boulder Strong, Boulder Better, and Climb 512, and uh, improved upon those updated them and loaded those into our app so that when you're using it you have a coach available to you and we can customize it to fit your equipment and your schedule a little bit Uh, so if you're interested check out powercompanyclimbing.com click on the train with us link and you'll find it there uh, also, big thanks to all you guys who've gone out to iTunes and uh, and reviewed us and rated us. We really, really appreciate that, and that's why this episode is here. This is one of the uh, one of the bonus episodes, I promise, that'll take us through the end of the year with weekly episodes. So that's pretty exciting. Um, today we're going to talk about uh, psych and energy and what you bring to the crag and what your partners bring to you. And I think it's really important. It's a huge part of climbing well. And um, a good friend of mine, Drew Mack, is definitely the most psyched individual I've ever met and has been since I met him. And uh, he brings a really amazing energy to the crag that I think we can all learn from. And, you know, it's it's hard to get anything actionable out of someone who's just uh, super psyched all the time. And that's just the way they are. Um, but we try to dig in a little bit, and I think you can really learn from Drew. So, um, yeah, with no further ado, let's jump into this thing.
0: You know, I'm inspired by, by everybody, not just people like, that you see in the movies or climbing 515 or whatever. That's inspiring, and that's cool. But you know, if you work hard for 510, and you do it, and you're stoked, you're stoked on it, then then I'm really excited for you. pretty cool. Are we going?
1: We're, we've been recording. Okay, cool. <laughs> so <laughs> we're we're in a, a room with several people here, so if you hear crazy laughter, it's probably my fiance or Johnny Lightning. It's got to be Johnny Lightning, actually. Um, we're also in our friend Lee's cabin, so shout out to Lee Smith for letting us use his cabin. He's been one of the earliest supporters of the power company. So I'm stoked to be able to hang out in your cabin and record podcasts with none other than the infamous Drew Mack.
0: Yo, yo, yo. (laughs) Stoked to be here.
1: So I haven't even told you what we're going to talk about because that's how I like to roll. But what I want to talk to you about is the fact that, you know, a, a big part of a climber's success is Not only their own psych, like how excited they are to be there, but also their partners. You know, you have to have good partners. You have to have stoked partners. And if there's anybody on earth more stoked than you, I've never met them.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, maybe. I'd like to meet them.
1: Well, I remember when you were like just starting to get into the climbing community. Yeah. And you used to send me these messages on Facebook. Yeah, and it was like half like, "Dude, I listen to your raps," and half like, "Dude, I want to do Paradise Lost." <laughs> like you were so <coughs> fucking psyched all the time. Yeah, where did that come from? Like, did it what did it happen the first time you went rock climbing?
0: Yeah, I I think uh, ever since I started climbing, I was just really drawn to to everything about it. All encompassing, just being able to go climbing and. I started in the climbing gym and I always just found it, uh, you know, so much fun. And it was also just like an escape from everything else. Um, you know, it was something that I really, really enjoyed doing. And, and, and so I just like fully went into it. Um, now I feel like I was also really like, you know, I, really inspired by other people and watching them like try hard and put energy into something. And so that, that inspiration, you know, was was really cool and led me to be like super psyched all the time. I think.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I see you feed off of people that way. You know who who early on were the big inspirers.
0: Yeah, so you know you talked about somebody who's always supporting you, and that was like Lee Smith was the guy who first yeah. kind of took me under his wing. Did um, he take you outside for the first time? Took me outside for the first time. Yeah, we went to Longwall. Um, that was really have you been cool back experience. to Longwall since? I, I have once, <laughs> once, and uh, yeah, yeah, I probably won't go back very much, <laughs> but maybe one day when I play Swidgets. Yeah, it was cool. I actually have a really funny story about the first time I ever went out climbing with Lee. Uh, we were driving, and if you know the Red of Gorge, you turn um, off the Mountain Parkway and you pass the Shell Station. By the Shell, Shell Station, there's a, a big road cut. And, uh, and Lee had me convinced that that was the, the <laughs> famous roadside crack. Um, and this is just, you know, like, uh, road cut. Like and you were probably still like, oh, I'm so psyched. Dude, like, he tells that story to everybody because I was just amped. I was like, can we please, like, go there someday? Like, you know, I want to climb on it all. Oh, uh, I love and, it. Uh, Good job, Lee. Yeah, that's pretty epic <laughs> for sure.
1: So who other than Lee, like, when you – did you see – Pro Climbers, like were you looking at magazines yeah, or I watching always, videos? I
0: always watch videos like every day, you know, after school I'd come home and and I remember Dosage 5 was the first movie. Which uh, one was Dosage 5? Dosage 5 uh, has like Dave want, Graham and quote those guys. you some of it for me? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can. I don't know if you want me to. Um, I just ate a banana in hopes it gives me more solidity. <laughs> Shout out to Dave Graham. Uh Definitely, I love it. Classic. I mean, I watch that movie like you know all the time. Um, Mm -hmm. That has some like some really cool stuff in it. Um, You know, Chris Sharma and all those guys climbing in Spain. Yeah, kind of
1: like that crew who was coming up right then.
0: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. it's incredible. Um, And they're all just so stoked, so psyched. Um, Yeah, for sure. When did you?
1: So Lee brings you out. He shows you a road cut like that's where we're gonna climb (laughs) and you're and you're stoked to go you're like running up there ready to belay already yeah what was the first time you realized like while climbing outside that you wanted to climb hard
0: um i don't know i think uh, like the whole time all the time ever since i started i knew i wanted to like push myself and keep growing as a climber um you know i think uh oh man there is I just slowly like built my base. I just wanted to climb on everything and I wanted to climb on all grades and all levels. And and so I just kind of slowly started climbing on everything. And then I, you know, I wanted to try harder. I wanted to do harder routes. And so I just kind of kept slowly building my way up, um, you know, and I felt like I had to do a couple of the grades before I would jump into the next one. And and I just always like, you know, I had a lot of time to climb. I was was here in the Red River Gorge a lot. um, So I just kind of like climbed a lot of routes
1: yeah and i think it's cool that you stopped and and built that base up because i yeah. know how stoked you were to begin with yeah you know and you were like already looking toward paradise lost like you were you were so yeah. enamored with that climb and i don't think at the time you had done 512 you know i sort of remember when you did your first 12 i remember hearing about it yeah yeah And you were sending me these messages about Paradise Lost, and I'm like, who the fuck is this kid?
0: Like,
1: (laughs) what the hell is he talking about?
0: Yeah, that was definitely one where, like, um, I think I, you know, I went out there with some friends in in the Purgatory, the crag, uh, the Purgatory has just such an aesthetic feel to it. You walk through that little, like, tunnel, and you come around the corner, and there's just, you know, that, like, incredible wall. Yeah, that crag is, like,
1: Kenny's masterpiece.
0: Incredible. Um, and, And it just. Yeah, it's beautiful and, and i knew like seeing it that i had to climb on that wall and then when you know i think i was there with some friends and um way out of my pay grade but i got on the bottom of paradise lost just to kind of like top rope boulder around and and i just found like the holds and the movement to be incredible and i hadn't climbed on anything where you you know you have like a forced movement and you're like there's not as many right, options right right uh, like as the, the climbs get harder i think you you have less options yeah and the so, moves
1: get cooler frankly as yeah, the climbs get harder um, were the friends you were with able to climb on that grade
0: yeah i th- yeah i believe so Okay, i don't remember exactly who it was with or anything <clears> but you know i remember that and i remember just being inspired like incredibly like i had never been before like you know i i'd built up and i i think at that time i was probably breaking into the low 12s uh, but nothing like really stood out to me as like just this like masterpiece right. until that route, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's definitely kind of the iconic line in that, on that wall. Yeah. You know, you come around the corner and it's right there. You can't yeah. help but stare at it. Um, I think it's cool that you went there with friends who were stronger than you and rather than just like cower in their shadows, like all oh, these guys are stronger. I can't try what they're trying. You, you, stepped up and tried it anyway yeah what was it that made you do that was it just that the line was cool or did you was there any ego involved what what do you think it was
0: no i mean i think i was like 13 or whatever so i just (laughs) wanted to climb on the cool route 13 year olds got some egos dude for sure no doubt and i'm sure i had one and i'm sure i was you know and you still still do. do for sure um but you know i think i just i just wanted to climb you know i i might might have done some of the other routes of the crag yeah like it kind of jumps from like 511 512a to up into 13a so there's not much like else to do there if i had done the other routes then that was it so
1: yeah um were there so now you're at this point where you're climbing 512 you're looking toward these iconic 13s in the red, you know, and 13B is kind of the grade here. Like classic. There are so many amazing Stack. 13Bs in the red. Yeah. When you were approaching that level, who were the people that were inspiring you at that point? Was Lee still in the picture?
0: Yeah, Lee was definitely in the picture and uh that was right uh I broke into that those grades right when <clears throat> I got out of high school. Um, what are you, I, What do
1: you find right now? Or, or even in those days, still inspiring about Lee. Like, what is it that gets you stoked to climb with Lee?
0: I mean, Lee took me out side climbing for the first time ten years ago. Not only is he like my climbing partner, but he's like my best friend. You know, I train with him. I like do like my life with him. You know, like I talk to him about what's going on personally and like everything. Yeah, so so it's more than just climbing. Yeah, exactly. And Mm -hmm. so having that, like you know, we we support each other a hundred percent um i i can't complete my goals um without him and he can't complete his without me in a way you know like it's a people have like compared us to like a married couple you know (laughs) there's like sacrifices that we we make for each other um but we do that because we we love each other and we want to see each other succeed um and i think having that support like it goes such a like so far um, yeah, I think you it's know. huge. Yeah, it's it's insane. And I think a lot of people, a lot of climbers, like, have their weekend partners or whatever, but, you know, or climbing friends at the gym. But to have, like, somebody like Lee, um, you know, and I have a bunch of other friends that have been, like, super supportive over the years. So. Yeah. But to have, like, a, a focused partner that you can always rely on, Um and I train with him. He understands how I climb. Yeah, he, he knows my weaknesses. He knows my strengths.
1: Yeah, and I think he puts a lot of energy into your climbing and training. And I think you give him a lot of that energy back. So I think that's a 100%. good, yeah. that's a really good partnership. Yeah. And so you don't feel like you're outgrowing those partners you started with, even though at this point you're climbing 514. You've done quite a few 514s now, some yeah. of them pretty quickly. You don't feel like you're outgrowing those no. those old partnerships.
0: No, man. I get to learn from so many people, uh, like uh, regardless of who, who you are, or, like how much I know you, how much I've climbed with you. Like I get to learn so much uh, from that person and their climbing style and, you know, how they climb and everything. You know, I don't like uh, just because I'm stronger than somebody or whatever doesn't mean I can't like have an absolute blast with them climbing or you know can't learn something about technique or movement or climbing you know yeah and you
1: know you're you're one of those people who whenever we see you or whenever i talk to you or i see you with other people you're genuinely psyched for what everybody else is doing and that's that's more rare than it seems because i think that genuine part isn't always there everybody acts like they're they wanna hear about your day. But really, when most people say, what'd you do today? They just want you to ask what they did today. Yeah, I've seen that, So for that, sure. So that they can tell you all about their day. Yeah. That, I think that level of psych for everybody else is rare. And your psych has become a hashtag. <laughs> yeah. you know, It's this Drew Mack psyched, S-I-K-E-D, yeah. because you couldn't fucking spell when you were a kid. <laughs> has become this hashtag yeah have you have you ever like looked at that hashtag and gone man where does this come from like how how does it get to this point have
0: you ever tried to examine your own psyche or where
1: it comes from or
0: no uh, yeah yeah i mean i've definitely thought about it and it's been something you know it pops up in like little athlete questionnaires all the time actually like how do you stay motivated and mm-hmm. things like that and, and i think it's just like this uh it's something that it feels natural to me. Like I love rock climbing. I love, uh, being out at the crag with friends and in the culture of it, um, is really, you know, it's my life. And, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just like, I, I'm. I love rock climbing. I love trying hard and I love seeing other people be involved with that and also putting in hard work and everything. So, um, you know, that's what inspires me is other people like working hard and, and regardless of like whether you, you know, I'm inspired by, by everybody, not just people like that you see in the movies or climbing 515 or whatever. Yeah, that's inspiring. And that's cool. Um, but every, you know, if you work hard for 510, and you do it and you're stoked. If you're stoked on it, then then I'm really excited for you, for sure. Yeah,
1: and I you yeah. know I believe it when you say that. That's the yeah <laughs> fucked up thing because I don't believe most people when they say that. <laughs> but <clears throat> so I know you've had some battles with routes. I know you've had yeah less than psyched moments.
0: Yeah, for sure
1: how long does that last like is it does it become a real mental battle for you have you had any of that happen where you're just not psyched to go rock climbing or do you wake up every day like
0: no hooray sure. i go climb today no man i'm not like you know i think uh in an especially in an age of like social media uh of yeah, like instagram sure. and facebook where it's so easy to just talk about like the awesomeness and ex- yeah. what's great is going on yep and i can
1: fuck with you if you just see everybody else's my life is amazing posts
0: yeah yeah i mean but but in all you know those that's only like half the story you know and uh and i think uh i don't wake up every day like stoked out of my mind there's some days i'm like tired and my body hurts or whatever but But see
1: in my head you do wake up stoked out of your mind like you like you spring out (laughs) of bed and you're like rapping while you get ready to go climbing and yeah. you're super stoked, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well you can keep that thought in your head of me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. I mean, you know, I don't know. I uh I'm not always stoked, but uh you know, when I'm when I'm able to do what I love and and regardless of like if I feel good or feel bad, like I'm gonna be excited and it's always like an opportunity to like, you know, I think learn from whatever. Yeah. Even if you're having a bad day and you're not stoked. Any um,
1: Anything in particular come to mind as far as a battle you've had yeah. that became a mental thing?
0: Yeah, for sure. Southern Smoke, uh, you know, of course, like my longest and hardest like uh, battle.
1: Um, and Southern Smoke's a 14C, is that right? Yeah. B, C, C, something like yeah, that? Yeah,
0: sure. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. it's 14 so the hardest something. rock climb I've ever done, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, and
1: how many seasons did you work on it?
0: I tried it for... Uh, I did it at the beginning of the third season. Okay. I spent two full seasons trying it. Yep. Uh, spring and fall, and then um, came back in the next spring and did it pretty quick. Okay. Uh, another one that would come to mind would be like Omaha Beach, which would was my first fourteen A. Yep. Um, I remember watching you
1: kind of battle on that one. Yeah. In fact, I kind of know a little of the story of that one. Why don't we? Why don't we talk about that one a little bit? Yeah. Cool. So. Tell us, I know there was a moment that sort of mind fucked you with Omaha in that you got really high and yeah. then you started, you progressively got lower. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about that.
0: Yeah, okay, so um, we'll just like start, you know, I I, I graduated school and I moved out um, to the red and I was just living there. And, and at the time, my hardest red point was 13A when I moved to the red that summer. Right. And through that summer, I like uh, my good friend, Johnny, uh, and I were climbing like every day, just like hustling, you know, just grinding, even in the summer heat, like just getting after it. And through that, I like did some, some B's and C's and, and I was really motivated. I was really psyched to just be climbing all the time. And, um, um, and I ended up doing a bunch of the madness cave routes, um, uh, where Omaha Beach is, um, and so I decided to skip the thirteen D grade um, and just start going for Omaha Beach. Mm-hmm. Stay in the same style, same that.
1: psych you had looking at Paradise. Yeah. Like, yeah. So
0: you know I was incredibly motivated to try this route, and I quickly, you know, was just on it as many days as I could, uh, all the time. Um, and I and I made a lot of progress really fast um, towards the end of the season. Um, I finally had like this huge breakthrough and I fell higher than probably I would like to bet <laughs> nobody's ever fallen as high as I fell. Uh, um, you know <laughs> I think uh, I is good golly.
1: Good golly
0: next subject. Um, so I fell there uh, I fell there. And it's taking like a sixty-footer. It's a, a winger yep. top of a hundred and thirty-foot route. You yep. know, like you put so much energy and focus for hundred and thirty feet, and then you fall. Yeah, and that's like that's hard. Um, but but you know, I was like still stoked. I wanted to climb on the route still. Yeah. Um, I kind of. Uh, it gave
1: you a little taste, man. You got to go
0: back for that. sure, most definitely. And uh, I I kind of had this bad. You know, I had a bad decline. I, like, started falling way lower. I started, you know, being frustrated and tired and beat down. And I think also, you know, being in the... It was a hard time for me, uh, like, learning about being out on the road and and what I was doing with my life. I had so many people telling me I should be in college and and doing other things. Yeah, that's tough, all that pressure. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you know, it's not a hard situation to be in rock climbing full time, (laughs) but you know, there's a, there's a lot of like, you know, self doubt about what you're doing and whether, whether, you know, is this the right direction my life should be in? And should I be doing other things? Should I be doing the normal thing? Like I have so many friends who are now in in school and, you know, uh, I'm getting all these, you know, I see all these, things on, on media that, you know, this person's going to this school and this person's going to this school and I'm just yeah. kind of, you know, I'm confused about where, where I'm at with my life. Um, yeah. And so I think that, you know, failing on the Andy route. you just punted off Omaha I've Beach. punted as hard as you can. <laughs> I, at this point, I'm like, man, I should have played in the NFL. <laughs> like, it should have played in the NFL. Golden foot. Would have made a lot more money. Um, I had a heavy decline on the route kind of turned things around and then I fell there again. Um, Oh man. Devastated. Yeah. Who would have thought twice, uh, the season closed down it got really cold. Um, but then I came back in the spring and, and and just a totally new mindset. I had an opportunity to go to Brazil for two weeks with my pops. Um, and and I I I didn't get a climb there. Um, it was just for this kind of missionary, like work kind of stuff that my, my dad does. And, um, and just seeing different cultures and being part of a different kind of scene and, and it was really mind expanding to me. Um, I felt, you know, like I, I I'd learned so much from, from the people there. Um, and uh, and that's even like hard to explain. Like I don't know I, I can't like pinpoint what I learned or anything, but just sure. like you know, this just different experience. And yeah, I, I think came if back you've seen
1: different things, you start to look at your own life a little differently. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Came back and, and did the route really quick. So that was really cool.
1: So in that off season, when you were in Brazil, yep. were there moments where you were just like, I don't know if I'm getting back on that route. Like did it ever occur to you to not go back? No, it didn't.
0: I don't because, think so. I mean, I'm sure at the <clears> time. Yeah. Like I was like, Oh man, like maybe I'm, maybe I'm good on that. Maybe, you know, maybe I'll come back in a couple of seasons and try it again Yeah, when I'm stronger. Because
1: I fell off the last move of Transworld. You might have been there that day. I don't remember.
0: Um, Yeah, I fell off the last move. I was cheering for a while and then (laughs) and then then I walked away. I
1: think. Fuck it. He's not gonna. He's not gonna fuck it. up. Yeah, but it was wet, right? Yeah, it was wet at the top. Maybe I I wasn't battled through the wetness. Wow fell off the last move
0: but it's a shame that's on on facebook because there's video of that right i know there is yeah you got to relive that that's a bummer
1: actually that was cooler than sending it really yeah that day was cool because there were so many people cheering and everybody was stoked yeah and i battled like yeah i gave it everything i had i had that experience
0: on southern smoke really Uh, this past spring for sure i remember telling you about it because we had a long conversation about you know your trans world battle of how like it was almost more gratifying when you fell off the top and i had that you know i fell off the last move of southern smoke something i had worked for a year of trying and and everything i had to work so hard to get up to there and 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 everything just felt right i worked really hard to get there yeah um uh but i felt like it felt like calm and relaxed and like stoked and i like was focused and uh but at the same time i was like very i was very present like i could hear like the birds as like cliche as that <laughs> right, sounds right right you know it was like this very like surreal feeling of like climbing this route and like every move i did i was like wow
1: what you don't know is that wasn't a, cool, a bird that was it's lee down there it's cool move. screaming his head off that yeah. you were about to do it. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and then you and then you fell and then i fell off the last move yeah on that route did it did that mind fuck you again like
0: um that was definitely hard yeah definitely like i think anytime you anytime that was like a big breakthrough i think for me and at that point like you know you can do the route you're like i should have done it that try and i'm i think uh for me i don't i won't i'll get upset or whatever and frustrated that i fell off the last move but you know, then it, then it's like then the nerves really kick in for me. Right. Like I, I I I deal better with frustrations than I do with nerves because now that I know I can do the route, I get I get really nervous.
1: Yeah, you get jittery, and do you do you have like false yeah. starts on the routes? Do you just get on and and like I don't feel right? I need to come down. No, or, I need- or can you turn it off once you start climbing?
0: Yeah, I can normally turn it. I mean, <laughs> regard like. Even if I don't feel good or if I don't, like, if I I feel like my my head's not, maybe not in the right space, like, I try. Yeah. And and, um, as long as, like, you know, I'm, uh, uh, like, healthy and stuff like that, you know, I don't think you want to try when your body's not in it. Sure. But if your head's not in it, like, I think, you know, some of those times where your expectations are low, you know, and you're just, like, Mm -hmm. rock climbing again, you're just, like, rock climbing because you love it and you want to try hard. Those are the times where like even if I'm tired or like third try or whatever, like I pull it out somehow and do really well. I may not do the route. I may not even get to my high point. But like, you know, climbing well when you're tired and fatigued and, and mentally maybe not there, like that can be really powerful and like yeah. the next time you come back.
1: Yep, I agree totally. Yeah. So uh, a person like Drew Mac, who's always Drew Mac psyched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except for when he has these, mental mindfuck battles that most people frankly don't know about because by the time you get you know back to cell service and you post something you're drew max psyched again yeah so how do you go about choosing the people that you go climbing with most often are they also super psyched like you are do you need partners who are always psyched or do you kind of provide the psych for the group whenever you go climbing?
0: Um, yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting question for sure. I think that um, not everybody's as psyched as me for sure. People, are, yeah. There's no one as psyched as you. Yeah. Joe, <laughs> um, Joe Kinder, maybe. Shout out to Joe. Thanks for the inspiration. <laughs> uh, people have compared me to Joe a lot, actually. But uh, no, I, I think that, that yeah. I don't know. Hustle. Uh, I think that. <laughs> I think that uh, I want to climb with people who are genuine and who are psyched yeah. on like trying. You don't have to be psyched on like, you know, like fully like just super out there with it. Like I think I'm loud, a, like kind of a loud psych, you know. I think that as long as you're just not bringing negative energy to the crag, yep. like you don't have to be the most psyched person there. But like if you're not, you know, complaining about being outside in one of the best climbing areas in the world and you know good weather and great people if you're complaining about that then like i'd rather climb with other people
1: yeah have you had and we don't have to name names here because you know who you are Chris Hamden. but <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's
1: a joke that's a joke <laughs> do you have you had partners who bring that negative energy
0: um i wouldn't say like partners i would say that there's definitely like people out there that i've like been at the crag with, or yep. maybe I've gone climbing with. I think partners is like a very high, like,
1: okay. I have a I high can,
0: standard of, like, yeah, well, I want to, you know, I may go climb with somebody and like hang out with them or go to the crag with them, but there are like few people that I would fully call like my, like a climbing partner. Yeah. I respect like, that for that's sure. That's a, that's a, like, yeah.
1: Then let me rephrase Have you climbed with people who brought negative energy? Yeah, for sure. To your climbing? Yeah. What for happened sure. to those people? You just, you just don't climb with them anymore.
0: No, I mean, I'm, I'm cool to be at the crag with them and yeah. hang out with them or whatever. And a lot of them are like really cool people. <laughs> um, yeah, you for know, sure. but, but everybody has their own pursuit and climbing. Everybody has their own like, you know, level of psych and, and everybody deals with different things differently. People deal with frustrations and failure differently. Um, and so I'm never going to like judge somebody based on how they're acting at the crag or you know, oh, whether judge. or not psyched or whatever. I I'm, totally judge. Yeah, I know you do. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I just I just cut people off if they suck. Like if, they're, if their energy sucks, you, I just cut them you off.
0: You told me something a long time ago. Shout out to Chris Hampton, who I'm talking to right now, who drove, <laughs> drove, <laughs> drove me to Detroit for my 20th birthday to, to see, see Nas perform all of Illmatic. One of the greatest experiences of my life. And on that drive, you told me that people have to earn your respect. You it's don't true. just give them, give it to them. Yeah. And uh, and uh, and I think that I'm I'm more of the opposite, where everybody just you know, you have my like trust and yep. you have my like
1: people started my goodwill
0: level. or yeah. whatever until until you screw it up and then and then I kind of like am more like. Just kind of distance myself a little bit. Yeah.
1: Well that's why most people think I'm an asshole and most people think you're just Drew Max Psyched. You're a fucking hashtag. <laughs> <asshole>. <laughs> so yeah, dude, I think it's I think it's pretty cool that that you bring that level of energy to the crag. Thanks. Like anytime I walk up to the crag and you're there, I know it's going to be even if I climb like shit that day, it's still going to be a good time. Yeah. There's gonna be great energy at the crag yeah you know and annalisa loves to see you at the crag everybody does i yeah. mean it's just a it's a thing here well half you. the people in the red right now are here because drew mack is
0: well that's not true i think it would be for the <laughs> rock climbing but i think that you know like I, i'm i'm in a incredible opportunity uh i have an incredible opportunity to rock climb a whole lot and to be part of this incredible community um and that's something that i'm really fortunate to have and i, I feel like you know, I, I want to share that with people. I want to inspire people that may not get to, like, climb as much as me. Um, you know, I think I'm in a position where, like, people are watching as well. You know, yeah, I think pro, totally. pro rock climbers, people who are sponsored athletes, like, they're held to, you know, a bit of a higher standard, We should be held to a higher standard, yeah. especially as the growth of, like, climbing comes. As more people come, I think, you Sponsored climbers and athletes uh, who are in that position like have to like kind of step up too.
1: Yeah, I, and you've yeah. been you know you've been traveling a fair amount. Yeah, and you're headed to Spain soon. You're gonna whoa, be whoa. over there for a while. Yeah, um, and you're just you're spreading the Drew Mac psych, which I think is thanks extra extra cool because this this community needs more of that, frankly. Yeah, you know, there's only a handful of dudes who you know are always super high, super good energy
0: yeah I mean there's a lot of people who are super high there are a lot of people here who are super high that's a fact (laughs) super high energy (laughs) it matters where you put the comma in that sentence it's true it's true yeah
1: (laughs) but yeah so you know I appreciate you sitting down and inviting us over to Lee's cabin yeah for sure to talk because you know I just appreciate your energy and I think people need to or could learn from that they don't need to they could be dicks
0: well you know to each their own yeah yeah for sure
1: yeah so thanks for sitting down with me drew
0: awesome thank you so much for having me i really appreciate it yeah
1: man and if you guys out there listening uh want to follow the drew Mac psych where can they find you at
0: uh check out my instagram uh it's d-r-u-m-a-c-k five drew mac five,
1: drew mac five. i post there a lot is. of photos and stuff and
0: like that psych like s-i-k-e lots of, lots of psych yeah for sure motivation <laughs> all right man thanks all right thanks
1: Guys, that was a freebie. That's the first of the free ones that you guys get the bonus episodes for going to iTunes and rating and reviewing us. If you haven't done that go do it now. And this is not a uh, it's not a light one. Um, let's be clear about that. Drew Mac brings amazing energy to the crag every single time he's there and uh, he's lifted me up on more than one occasion and if you've climbed around him you've felt the same thing. so go follow Drew. And, uh, you know, be a good partner. Uh, take take some of what Drew said and and apply that to your own climbing. We could all use a little more of that, especially today. So thank you guys for listening. You can find us at powercompanyclimbing.com. Uh, you can find us on the Facebooks. You can find us on the Instagrams. Um, but the Twitters, you won't find us there. We don't tweet. We scream like eagles. This time, this time. This time, this
0: time, this it's time for bills, it's time for bills, it's time for